One, two, three, four. I'm testing. Yo, what's cracking, my people? Welcome to yet another episode of ADQ's Renaissance. I'm your host with the most. Keep it 100 from coast to coast through God. I boast A to the D to the Q. It is Sunday, April 9th, 2023. It is the ninth day of the fourth month in the 2023rd year of our Lord. Well, at least that is so according to the Julian Carrot calendar. I am your host. I am your guide. I am your guru. I am ADQ, and I am currently drinking. I am currently drinking, enjoying, experiencing this live alkaline water. This live alkaline water, I tell you, is some of the greatest water I've ever had. You know what live alkaline water been doing been doing for me? I'm gonna tell you what it did for, what it's been doing for me. <laughs> First of all, it's been helping me quite handsomely in my weight loss process. You know, your boy don't drop uh 85 and things, you know, 85. You know, you know, you know, shout out to me. Shout out to me. I gotta shout out myself because I dropped 85 and things. Uh, also that live alkaline water, man. Now, first of all, it, it, it's like it's like some of the greatest water I've ever had in my entire life. When I drink, you know, fountain water or Greensboro public water or even most bottled waters that you find out that you find out in the store, you know, Deer Park, Nestle, um, um store brand what and stuff even fiji even fiji sometimes i feel violated and when i drink that public water i feel dirty but that live alkaline water oh it blesses my soul it blesses my soul all the time it blesses my soul while i will have you know in recent days i've had to urinate multiple times and I even had the, and I even got cleaned out. I even got my waist cleaned out of me. And you, you daggone, you know what that means. You, if you have a, if you have a cognitive mind, you know what that means. So what's going down? What's going down this week on ADQ's Renaissance? Well, first of all, on this particular episode, I will be, I will provide for you all the audio version of. The audio version of Here's Fluffy, which I directed. Uh, Here's Fluffy, starring Angela Williams Strip and Trish and Trish Forbes, um, which I directed for the evening of short plays um, last week. Um, very great experience. You know, it helps me grow um, directing. Also, on this particular episode, I have for you all some feedback um, in my viewing of the movie air <clears throat> i'm gonna tell you more about air in a minute and also and also i have a couple of you know readings that i would like to share with you all uh starting with the bible because i did go to church today you know uh for those of you all who observe easter um happy easter i don't necessarily celebrate any holidays personally but yo if you celebrate easter if you are with your family if you're eating if you hit eggs all that yo happy easter um i love the easter beagle charlie brown so i did go to church today um and 
we were reading through um Romans chapter six verse verses um one through ten. No, that's not right. That uh actually verses four through ten. But one but one scripture that caught my attention was uh verse twelve. Verse twelve to uh fourteen. Where it says, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and your members to God to, um, as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under the law, but under grace. I like the idea that I'm under the law. I mean, I'm not under the law. I'm under grace. You know, it's the grace of God that uh, reigns uh, in my life. Um, and another uh, piece of literature that has that I have been reading. Yo, this is a book that my that my sister gave me. Shout out to Tia. Um, the fiftieth law. The 50th Law is by Robert Greene, who wrote The 48 Laws of Power, um, among many other books that prepares one for life goals, life decisions, life strategies. And, you know, um, he wrote he uh, co-wrote this book with 50 Cent, who is currently tearing 50 Cent, dang on 50 Cent, Curtis Jackson. The man got shot nine times. That should have did him in. The man, the man went on the mixtape circuit in, in New York and did a whole song about robbing everybody. That should have did him in. The man, the man then gets the attention of Eminem, who signs him to Shady Aftermath Rec and Aaron Scope Records. And 50 Cent sees Ja Rule on top of the rap game and just attacks, 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 and builds a whole mainstream career off of that. That was brilliant, brilliant, okay? And then 50 Cent, all of a sudden, starts acting, starting with um, starting with his biopic, Get Rich or Die Trying. Well, a semi-autobiographical semi piece. And then he does a lot of direct DVD movies while his rap while his rap career, you know, he 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 doesn't fall off, but in 2003 he was he was through the roof. Now, as far as hip hop goes, not so much. <clears throat> but he didn't fall off, fall off because you know, he started he, he produced the TV show Power. You all have seen Power. It spawned multiple. It spawned like two spinoffs. Um, he has another TV show on Stars called BMF Black Mafia Family. Uh, yeah. Now he's killing it as a producer in the TV market. And yeah, uh, Fifty Cent has always had a business mind. Like when he first came came to prominence, he um. He brought a stake in a uh, vitamin water of uh, 50. I think it was formula 50 vitamin water. So 50 cents always had a business mind. And does he have a college degree? No. Does he have 
Does he have does he have a uh rich business business background? Nah, he comes straight from the gritty from the gritty streets of Jamaica, Queens, but he has not let that stop him from the moves that he's made. Um when one ties that into this biblical scripture, I believe that one sin that we don't think about is fear. Now it says fear of the Lord and shun from evil. But fear as in I am going to be afraid to do stuff all the time and not even walk out on faith, not even step out on faith, not throw my cards on the table and see what grace uh, awaits me. I think that's a sin because that takes one away that compromises one's um, relationship with God. Because when you are looking to God, you can do you are like, yo, I can do any and everything. All things are possible to those who believe. Right. But if I am living in fear then I am putting parameters, I am putting limits on God, right? And last I heard, we serve, we have a limitless creator. So, going to read you a couple passages uh these are a couple of quotes from the 50th law because i like for you all my listeners on the adq on adq's renaissance on the adq's renaissance podcast i like you all to be learners i i want you all to i want you all to help me adjust society i want you all i want us all to be thinkers Free thinkers, of course, but thinkers. You know what I'm saying? So, this is a quote from Miles Davis in The 50th Law. The very first thing I remember in my early childhood is a flame, a blue flame, jumping off a gas stove that somebody lit. I was three years old. I felt fear, real fear, for the first time in my life. But I remember it also like some kind of adventure, some kind of weird joy, too. I guess that experience took me took me someplace in my head I hadn't I hadn't been before to some frontier the edge maybe if everything possible the fear I had was almost like an invitation a challenge to go forward into something I knew nothing about that's where I think my personal philosophy of life started with that moment in my mind I have always believed and thought since that uh, since then that my motion had to be forward away from the heat of that flame let's see this past the negroes past of rope fire torture death and humiliation fear by day and night fear as deep as the marrow of the of the bone this past this endless struggle to achieve and reveal and confirm a human identity yet contains for all its horror something very beautiful people who cannot suffer can never grow up can never discover who they are and that was a quote from the great james baldwin so so we have all been taught to fall into an endless cycle of life where we get 
comfortable going to a job that we hate and living the life that we find to be very, very, very dissatisfying and like we're just going through motion, so to speak. And I would say, and this is a challenge to myself as well. I would say, yo, break up out of that fear. Break up out of that fear. Cast it down. Get, on, uh, get your prayers going. Let's go out here and make some moves. Yo, this is ADQ's Renaissance coming up next. I'm going to tell y'all about air. And then our main event, here's Fluffy. And I promise you, I promise you, I had to overcome a great deal of fear in directing Here's Fluffy and other things that I directed. But we're going to get into that in a little bit. I'm ADQ. Y'all keep it locked. ADQ's Renaissance. So my name is so it's your boy ADQ. I'm hanging out with um what grade y'all in? Sophomores. I'm hanging out with sophomores over at Weaver Academy, and they are about to play some dope jazz music. So just boom, listen.
feel why does this feel like an episode of NPR's tiny desk or something? <laughs> Even though this is going on with my podcast, ADQ's Renaissance. Okay, that was beautiful. And what what's what was the name of that? The girl from Ipanema. The girl from Ipanema. Say it one more time. All right, and who and who was the original person who constructed that? That would be Sam Getz. Yeah, was this the original director? Yeah, and I think it was. Joel, I think it was Joel. I thought it was. Ricardo, Ricardo. Oh, okay. it was him as well. Yeah. Yep. That was beautiful. Like, like I was originally supposed to be at an elementary school today, but someone said, "Drop that gig, drop that gig." So I drop it. Scroll down on uh front line and I'm like, hmm, music class, Weaver Academy, let's go. Here I am, glad I did. And I'm not gonna put that on my pocket. Life a bus. I think about my reality. Kill one uncle, put the other on dialysis. That's my family history, and I'm not proud of it. I just don't want to walk around with this demon of alcohol. Those who count to celebrate recovery and get free. I'm so proud of y'all. So proud of y'all. I am living that sober life. Don't smoke or drink or do For that mess, I just drink my apple juice and be blessed. And I'm disgusted by cigarettes. I have much better things to buy with my checks, with my seeds. I won't purchase weed. Yeah, it's medicinal and from the ground, but too much of it will make you paranoid. Keep me off my toes. I like being a clever boy. I'm not on any intoxicants. Mess up my mind, lungs, and oxygen. That's my thought, but then you wanna poison yourself, then be my guest. Try to drive in, try to drive interview, reject you on the spot. It's what they've been to do. What next? You are civic glue. Straight edge folks, I'm throwing up my ex with you. Bad smells become smothering. Come and celebrate recovery with my generation. It's like horniness we carry most. Sex to me is God's gift for married folks. I am living that sober life. Don't smoke or drink or do things that's not sober life. I love living clean that sober life. I love living clean that sober life. I am living. So, 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 so,
right, so welcome back to ADQ's Renaissance. So today I went to the movies and I watched the movie Air. I would be on YouTube trying to watch whatever miscellaneous video that may have grabbed my attention. And I'm seeing non-stop advertisements for this movie called Air. Air. I'm hearing a very popular song apparently from the 80s and then Air. Well, 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 well. See, I was born in 1985. I don't particularly remember none of the 80s. I don't remember none of the 80s. None of them. None of them. To me, it's almost like I came up in this. It's like I bypassed the first four, the first four and a half years of my life, and walked right into the nineties. I don't remember none of the eighties, none of them, none of them. If you say, "Hey, here's fast from the eighties," I'm like, "What the heck? You having a bad hair day or something?" Nah. So, I see air, air. I see Viola Davis in the in the in the in the trailer. I see Matt Damon. I see Chris Tucker. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued because I can't think of any universe where you would normally see these three individuals in a movie. We're talking about Matt Damon, you know, Goodwill Hunting, uh Jason Bourne. Uh, 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 the, 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 I mean, not the, the departed rather, um, the, the green zone, uh, the informant, you know, these are things that, uh, a longstanding, um, a longstanding manufactured, uh, beef with Jimmy Kimmel, <clears throat> that Matt Damon, we're talking about Chris Tucker, you know, smoke it, smoke it, Friday, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, rush hour, money talks, uh, dead presidents. You know, Chris Tucker, he killed the game when he was in his heyday. He was even in, um, Silver Lines Playbook. You know what I'm saying? By Davis, Broadway, my Rainey's Black Bottom Fences, both the play and the movie. Doubt. You know what I'm saying? I hate to bring this one up, but daggone the help. I hate the help. The help is the most dreckiest, ratchetest, nastiest, disgustingest piece of ho- of Hollywood cinema I've ever seen in my entire life. I watched Birth of the Nation eight times over before I watched the help again voluntarily. So, so y'all get what I'm saying, right? Y'all get what I'm saying. I hear Marlon Wayans saying in the interview that he's in it. What? Okay, I'm intrigued. You got my interest. Come find out. I'm hearing a whole lot of dialogue in the trailers about Jordans. So I'm asking myself, I'm like, you mean tell me that this is a movie about shoes we're gonna do a movie about shoes is that how bad hollywood has gotten 
we're going to do shoot. We're going to do a movie about shoes. About shoes. I have a whole play about a dead cat that's interesting. We're doing a movie about shoes. Okay. I was a little. I was a little. What's? I was a little conflicted going into the movie theater. So I go into the movies. I get my I get my popcorn, you know. Um, yeah, I'm on a yeah, I'm on a diet lifestyle change that has seen me drink a lot of a lot of live alkaline water, which can be found at www.heavyenergyuniversity.com. Um that has led to me uh, urinating and uh, pooping and stuff. Um, that where I'm walking, uh, I don't have to give an explanation for everything. I am on a diet slash lifestyle change. Um, that has seen that has helped me lose a lot of weight. But you know, sometimes I go into the, every so often I like to go to the movies, get myself some popcorn. It's all good, right? I go, I sit down. And I see a trailer for Nat Sweetwater Clifton, a Nat Sweetwater Clifton movie. Um, those of you who do not know, Nat Sweetwater Clifton played for the Harlem Globetrotters, and he went on to become the first ever black man to uh, play in the NBA. Now, if you look at the NBA today, it's like 80, 70, 80% black. Well, uh, Nat Sweetwater Clifton was the first to do it. Prior to him, it was a whole bunch of white boys, Jews, and, and other people. Uh, there surely weren't no uh, African faces up in that place. So, and I believe he played for the New York Knicks. So he integrated. Um, then I see, uh, then I see a trailer for Flash that caught my attention because, not you know, because it's another superhero flick. I see because. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little confused. So we got Ben Affleck still playing Batman in these, in this, in, 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 in the flash, he's playing Batman in flash there. Whereas you got another guy, I forgot his name, Robert Patterson playing the Batman in yet another Batman reboot. Okay. So what, there are two Batman going on at the same time? Or is Ben Affleck's Batman like the uh the uh Justice League Batman and um Robert Patterson, that Batman, is like some type of other standalone reboot of Batman. Personally, that doesn't need to be another reboot of Batman. What are y'all doing? How many times can you tell this story? You're beating this story to the ground. That doesn't need to be another Batman. I'm sorry, yo. I grew up on Batman. Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, Batman. Michael Keaton, Tim Burton, Batman. Batman, the first Batman, Michael Keaton versus Jack Nicholson. It that it was that latest iteration of Batman versus Joker. Great movie. Um, about three years later, Batman Returns. Michael Keaton, um, Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, Dane DeVito as the Penguin. You know, creepy, creepy AF, but still did did, did his thing. Michelle Pfeiffer. You know, she was, uh, she, I think that was the first time I was ever drawn to nerdy women because she killed it. Um, but then, but then we're talking Batman forever. 
uh, Michael Keaton leaves the franchise uh, because they decided that they didn't want Tim Burton, uh, Tim Burton no more. They go towards Joel Schumacher. So who plays Batman? Who replaces Michael Keaton as Batman? Bruce Wayne, Val Kilmer. Okay. Um, can anybody name anything else other than Top Gun that Val Kilmer has done? Anybody? I can't think of nothing. So, okay, Val Kilmer does it. Uh, he does all right. You know, they introduced the Robin character, but, you know, it was Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Car- Jim Carrey who totally stole the show. And, you know, Nicole Kidman was there, too. You know, she she she, she did a thing as Dr. Chase from Meridian. Um, I think about Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I'm going way too long on this. I'm sorry, y'all. But I'm, rem- I'm reminiscing right now. I'm ripping right now. I think about Nicole Kidman. I think about that. I think about her performance in the upside, you know, Kevin Hart going dr- dramatic. Anywho, Batman Robin. Never seen it because I know it sucks. I can see three seconds of it and I know it sucks. I don't care if you had the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Uma Thurman up in there um, playing Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy and all that. It, 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 uh, Alicia Silverstone playing Batgirl. It looked like it sucks. It looked like it's like the Drek of the 90s. So, so I'm like, okay, finally, we could just look at the Batman cartoons, put Batman to rest. Then all of a sudden, Batman begins. Hold up. Wait a damn minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, who the hell is Christian Bale? Who's Christian Bale? That's why I asked myself. Who's Christian Bale? Christian Bale. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going on Batman rant right now. Uh, Christian Bale comes through. He can actually fight, unlike Val Kilmer, unlike George Clooney, I forgot to say, who played Batman, Batman Robin. Okay, we all know we all know the whole story of uh, George Clooney. Great actor. Batman, hell no. Um, Christian Bale plays Batman for, uh, for Batman Begins, Dark Knight, which pretty much set the whole world on fire in 2008, which turned the whole superhero world upside down, inside out. I personally believe that a lot of superhero movies are a lot more chatty, a lot more psychological. Uh, that's both in DC and Marvel because of Dark Knight, because Heath Ledger went all chatty and psychological only uh, while doing wild stuff and got the Oscar. And then uh, Batman Rise, and then Dark Knight Rises. It's it, it ain't Dark Knight. It ain't Dark Knight. So why, after having the Christian Bale, Christopher Nolan trilogy, Batman trilogy, do we need another Batman uh, series? Personally, I say leave it alone. Now that I've said all of that, you know Viola Davis has participated in DC. In DC movies, Suicide Squad. Huh, I will watch that before I will watch that. Going to help. What if, as her character in the Suicide Squad, she just blew up them daggone houses in the help? I don't know. Anyway, air. Let's talk about air. All right. So. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, you could tell that they're friends. They work so well together. I'm not really sure of what other movies they've worked in together. I'm sure they've done a number of them. But the first, but the one movie that I know of that sticks out in my mind is Good Will Hunting. Good Will Hunting is a classic. I love Good Will Hunting. Yeah, Robin Williams told the show. 
because he was because he was Miss Doubtfire and the genie um in the dramatic role. I but I love Goodwill Hunting because of the storyline, because of uh, the story, because of the music, because of Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's performances. That going Goodwill Hunting is a great movie. So um so there's a lot of chemistry between Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and it bleed and it showed itself here in this particular movie. Air. So I'm think now I see Jason Bateman. I'm like Jason Bateman, who cares? Jason Bateman, whatever. Um well See, I know Jason Bateman from Horrible Bosses in which he was freaking hilarious. And in which he was going back and forth with Kevin Spacey in them. Um, so I see Jason Bateman. That's what I think about. But this was a really cool dramatic performance for Jason Bateman. I don't know if he's known for, uh, I haven't done my homework on Jason Bateman, but yeah, I saw him in a very comedic sense. But in this, he, 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 he has some dramatic moments. So, it's been established that this movie is about it's about Air Jordans, but it's it's about so much more than that. Um so Chris Tucker was in the movie. He was in about several scenes. He was in several scenes. And when I saw that he was in the movie, you know, he gets that with credit. When when an actor gets that with credit, that means they're a big name established actor. Who's not going? Who's in the movie, but not going to be in the movie for a lot? You know what I'm saying? Um, Morgan Freeman and uh, Samuel Jackson get that credit all the time. Um, but Chris Tucker was in the movie more than he was in Silver Lions Playbook. You know what I'm saying? And really, who watched Billy Flynn's halftime spectacular, whatever it was called? Um. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker is known for being a comedian. He's a, he's a comedian. He was funny in Friday. He, he was funny in Money Talks. He was funny in Ru- all three rush hours. Chris Tucker is funny. But we forget about how he portrayed. You know, I think this was like a highlight for Chris Tucker in his career. Um. In like like his last dramatic role that I could think of is in Dead Presidents. I mean, you could say Silver Lions Playbook, but uh Silver Lions Playbook was a rom com and you know Chris Tucker was in now the scenes that he was in. Uh Dead Presidents, he was a total bad guy, drug dealer, robber and stuff. Uh but in this in air. You know what I'm saying? I must say I was very impressed with his performance. He gave a very vulnerable performance. A vulnerable side that I really never seen from Chris Tucker before. Never. And you know, I've been following Chris Tucker for years. I mean, I'm sad that I'm sad that in 11 years we only got three movies out of him. I'm sad about that. But this indeed was one of his best performances in my view. 
I don't think that the black jokes were necessary. They really weren't. But as I take another sip of alkaline water. There's a scene where he looks like he's about to cry. Spoiler alert. There's a scene where he looked like he's about to cry. But I was very, very, very impressed with uh, Chris Tucker's uh, vulnerability and his sensitivity and all that. Just, just, he reminded me of people who I knew. So, Viola Davis was also in, in it. If you look at Viola Davis, she has on the ish ton of makeup. I'm like, whose idea was it for her to wear that much daggone makeup? You could tell that she was wearing too much daggone makeup. I have no idea whose idea it was, but it was a bad idea. She wore too much makeup, but still, you know, Viola Davis. Viola Davis was Viola Davis sending this. In this role, you know, you really, uh, I have yet to see Woman King. I really want, I really need to see it. But Viola Davis was just doing what she does. And Michael Jordan specifically requested that she portray uh, his mother, uh, Dolores Jordan. Um, It was. More so, it was somewhat of a memorial to Michael Jordan, which makes me think, why in the hell, why in the scenes where they had Michael Jordan, where they were talking to Michael Jordan, of course, it wasn't the actual Michael Jordan, but why did they just have some tall dude with hair, because Michael Jordan had hair back in the 80s, which the movie set in the 80s, why did they have some tall dude and they never even put the camera in, in his face? Just in the back of his head. Why? I don't get it. Now, mind you, there has been an unauthorized biography of Michael Jordan done before. And it sucked ass, bro. It sucked. And, you know, if you count... If you count Space Jam, uh, Last Dance, Michael Jordan's been in movies before. So, again, I ask, why wasn't there no shot at the the actor playing Michael Jordan? That was bad directing, Ben Affleck. But Ben Affleck, you know, as an actor, you know, he was the comic... He was the comic, um, the comic relief in the movie, and I thought it was beautiful. Another, another, another complaint that I do have is you got Marlon Wayans on 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 the headline on the headline, like he's playing a big part in the movie. You got Marlon Wayans in one scene. You could have gotten so much more out of Marlon Wayans. Come on now, Marlon Marlon Wayans is on the run, on the run of a career. And you're going to put him in only one scene? Come on now. No, no, no. He should have been in way, way, way more scenes. Because Marlon Wayans has proven, even though he's known for being funny, he's a, he's gone, he's a comedian now. Even though that, you know, 
he's proven with with uh show the Darren Afronsky film. Uh, let me look it up. Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream. Even, you know, in Requiem for a Dream, Respect, the, the Aretha Franklin movie, Respect, Above the Rim, um, even in an episode of Bel Air, all the way as it's shown, he got dramatic chops. He can, he can go there. I don't know. I just think he should have been in more of the movie, my opinion. But also, it just gives the message to know what you want and go after it, which also applies to the 50th law of what what I'm learning from reading the 50th law. Know what you want and go after it and don't take no for an answer. Like one tagline I saw is the job is not done. Your job is not done until the job is done. Also saw. Also saw, I think it's some type of Buddhist quote. Um, the the accomplishment is not the conclusion, but the accomplishment is the is the work or something like that. But yeah, know what you want. Put put in the work. Have the faith in it. And you know. Just the, the the Nike tagline since I've been since I've been a little since since I've been a little since I was a kid. Just do it. Just do it. So I would say that I surprisingly enjoyed the movie because I thought it would be a movie about shoes. I mean, yeah, you got some heavyweight actors in there, but I thought it'd be a movie about shoes. I did not know. I thought it would be a straight up superficial movie all around uh it kind of felt it felt kind of weird seeing the actor portray uh james jordan uh michael jordan's dad that was a little weird i don't know why but it was but yeah overall it was a great movie it was a great movie matt damon carried it beautifully and all the supporting players played their role but you know when when Viola when Viola Davis came on came on the screen, she she did what she does. She did what she does. And Chris Tucker. I got to see a side of Chris Tucker that I have not ever seen. Ever. I'm like, I'm just looking at I'm just thinking about his performance. I'm like, yo, this is smoky. This is smoky. But Chris Tucker made the very, very ingenious choice that he did not want to be typecast. And that's why he wasn't in next Friday or Friday after next. And if a last Friday ever happens, who knows if he'll be in that. But anyway, so, yeah, I liked, I liked, um, I liked Air.
I like Dear. Great movie. Great movie, great acting. Um It's kind of, like I said, it's kind of like a memorial. Oh, and Matt Damon's speech to the Michael J to the Michael Jordan character near the end. I mean, I think that when you look at the entire movie, the true stars are James and Dolores Jordan because they because of how they raised Michael Jordan. I mean, now Michael Jordan is about to sell the Hornets, but he's the first ever former player and black person to ever be the majority owner of an NBA franchise. So there you go. And he got, and he's the first ever black owner of a NASCAR team. So there you go. Um, so that's my take on the movie Air. You watch it, there's something you can get out of it. I, I, I totally believe it. There's something you can get out of it. So coming up next is the performance of. Here's Fluffy. And then I'm going to highlight y'all next time. Uh, y'all keep it tapped in. I'm ADQ. This is ADQ's Renaissance. Y'all, I just want to say real quick. There has been talk. Dissing. Android users. If you out there and you got a problem with Android users, come see me. Come see me. I will bow rap your punk head. I'll bow rap you. You got a problem with you got a problem with Androids? Man, forget your iPhones. Oh, there's a worm. I hope there's a worm in your apple. Oh, there's a worm in your apple. I hope your apple crack. I hope a worm eat the glass. I hope I hope your apple earbuds blow up in your ears. Okay, I, I don't wish that. That would hurt really bad. But yeah, Android gang all day, son. Hey, bro, what we learned, Dominant thought, intellectual, you feel me? When the last time you look deep inside, when the last time you faced the most high, you looking in the sky, we waiting for you to rise. We answer all our prayers when we liberate the mind. I'm a country boy rider, Carolina's finest, born in poverty. But I had a rich mindset, million dollar thoughts, I'm just waiting on my time back Only in my 20s and I haven't reached my prime soul Black is the pavement, black woman, you my nation Spirits in my pen, I wrote my verse in meditation Writing all my wrongs, I turn my pen to inspiration A time in creation, God in the making OGs from the block say my vibe ain't nice Cause I want the blood and bones like I'm Kimbo Slice All the vengeance in my heart, tap my mind with a price I'd rather search for my soul and the meaning of life Hey yo, it's crazy to me how they lock up our teens They put our people all to sleep with these American dreams My niggas catching five years just for chasing their dreams While white folk, they get honored for these big money schemes And if you want these dead prayers, here's your history lesson Gotta focus on yourself and never count down your blessing Pay attention to your circle, people you be addressing But I ain't trying to save you niggas, just relaying the message But check, when the last time you looked deep inside When the last time you faced the most high You looking in the sky, we waiting for you to rise We answer all our prayers when we liberate the mind 
the return of the gods Call the ancestors, Kundalini my spine I walk with the Messiah as I strengthen my mind I feel like most death back in his prime With this flow rap that no selling dope rap The DJ and the mic rap United build the tribe rap Ubuntu, I count the conspiracies like a Fuju Heal from this Arugu Spearhead you in your noodle God of war, Shaka Zulu My cadence profound, mystic sounds, lyrical voodoo You call it scholarship, but get your knowledge off of YouTube Dogma for the poodles Fashion of thoughts to suit you A message for the masses Study acrobatics Record hitting patterns Scribe gems in these classics And shout out to Chris Classic Taught me how to be fresh as fuck But never average Had to free my mind So my actions never captive Building brotherhood That match that black girl magic Black love, unity, aesthetics Vibration with the masters Create new aesthetics My knowledge is poetic My flow is ancient comedic Never measured by your metrics Build wealth like it's Tetris Wearing my samusa on my necklace Nexus Birthing prawns like my pen is pregnant Cause I Drop knowledge like the 5% nation Mind elevation Make moves like Elijah when I leave behind this nation Took 90 years just to build a safe haven Reaching generations as I navigate this matrix For real When the last time you looked deep inside